0: The Prophets, feeling lost, don't know where to turn, need a breakthrough, well, it's here my friend, welcome to The Prophets, your host, Prophet Jason Leppard. Hello guys, hello, good evening, good evening, good evening, this is Prophet Jason Leopard. Listen, I'm got a, uh, the Holy Spirit's got a pariah for us tonight. We're going to be talking about Jesus' death. We're going to be talking about Jesus' death tonight, guys. We're going to be in the Word, we're going to be talking about His death, resurrection, and power that He had. Um... I would advise you to hang on uh, because we've got some very interesting things to talk about tonight. Um, I want to go over the announcements right quick with you guys. Uh, you can go on our website at www.GodSavingMinistries.com. We've got a lot of good things on there. You can support us, download some things, some CDs, good stuff. Um, I also want to let you guys know uh, we still have the Miracle Water, and we're still taking up the $7,000 debt cancellation. Get in on this, guys. Um, so if you want to sow tonight, you can go as well to our website, or we're on the Cash App at God Saving Ministries, or we're on the Venmo at God Saving Ministries, too. So if you have a Venmo account or a Cash App account, uh, you can sow there tonight. Okay, I'm I'm done with the announcement, so let's get into what God has showed us tonight about the resurrection and when Jesus died and this day that we face today. Um, we're going to try to do a sunrise service Sunday, guys, real early in the morning. I'm trying to find a place up here to do it. We're going to be live. We're going to try to be shooting live somewhere uh, sunrise. Uh, so we're going to be on live Facebook. So um, we're going to try to do that, not promising anything. Uh, we're going to try to shoot for that. I hope you can attend, so uh, if you would guys, if you share the broadcast tonight, I surely would appreciate it, let's get this gospel out, help us get the gospel out, and that's what we're doing, and when you give and support us, that's what you're doing, you're helping get the gospel out, I'm going to start making ads just to advertise Jesus, amen, I like advertising Jesus. And the Bible says the end will not come unless we preach the gospel. So the end will not come unless we preach the gospel. This gospel must be preached in all into the world. You say well brother Jason we've we've did that. We've 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 reached that point. No we hadn't because the end ain't here yet. Obviously we hadn't reached it yet. And we hadn't reached the whole world for Christ. So uh we're going to talk about uh, Jesus dying with the with the the thieves, with the two thieves. Does that sound pretty interesting to you? Uh, He dies with two thieves. Uh, Luke, we want to look at Luke 22, 37, for I say unto you that this is written, must be completed in me, and he was recognized among the transgressors for the things concerning me having an end. And let's look at Luke. Let's look at Luke. I want to look at Luke chapter um, Luke chapter twenty two, verse thirty seven. And this is where Jesus. Uh, let's uh, let's start in thirty eight here. It says, and the Lord said, "Lord, behold, here was two swords." And he said unto them, "It is enough." And he uh, and he came out and went and went on to the mountain of Olives. And his disciples followed him. And when he was in that at place, he said unto them, "Pray ye that you enter not into temptation." See, it was a dark hour. It was a testing moment. Say, say to your neighbor, it was a testing moment. It was a testing moment. So here we go. He said, pray you enter not into temptation, verse 41. It said Luke, uh, we're in Luke 22, verse 41. And he was He withdrawed from about the stones cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, he said, Father, if thou, if it be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared to him an angel from, unto him from heaven, strength, strengthening him. So angels can strengthen you, guys. That's what I told my daughter uh, yesterday. Sometimes we think we can't go through things, but angels can. I just read it to you right there. Angels can strengthen you. So put that in your notes tonight. Angels can give you strength. Say, watch this. And appeared, and an angel unto him from heaven strengthening him. So see, you think you can't go through some things, but God will strengthen you if you'll just ask him. I told my daughter that day, I said, all you got to do is ask him to strengthen you. He's done it for me many times. I'm telling you, sometimes I didn't think I could go through. I said, God, please help me, give me strength. Right when I asked that, boom, there it was. So yes, you can go through some things. I'm telling you, you can go through some things. It don't matter what you're going through tonight. You can go through it because it's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit. Guys, it's not you walking. It's him walking inside of you. You wondered how Samson was so strong. That was God inside of Samson. He wasn't that strong physically. Come on. My brother told me the other day, he said, Jason, you've one strong son of God. I said, I'm not. He is. You understand? He's doing these things. He's inside of me. He's walking. He's talking. He's, he's going through some things. He's giving me strength. He, he's, he's giving me strength to walk through some things that some people can't walk through. And that's what he was doing, Jesus, right here. And he says, "There appeared unto him an angel from heaven, strengthening him." Verse forty-four, and 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 being in the anointing, he prayed, anointing, and he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as where it was drops of blood falling. Down to the ground. Now let's read that slow. He prayed earnestly, and his sweat was as it were drops of blood falling down on the ground. Now notice that says as drops of blood. God it he wasn't he wasn't bleeding in the garden. Okay, let's get that straight. It says, was it as drops of blood. So sweat, when you sweat so hard, it looks like blood falling off of you. It was as drops of blood. It wasn't blood, but he was sweating in the garden. Falling down to the ground, and when he rose up from prayer, he came to his disciples. And he found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said unto them, why sleep you? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. And while you yet speak, behold, a multitude, and he said, Call was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and draw near unto Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said unto him, Judas portrayeth the son of man with a kiss. See, you got to watch them that kiss you to your face. Come on. Because when they kiss you to your face, I can assure you they got agenda behind them. Come on, somebody. You, you got to learn what Jesus went through, and you're going to go through the same thing. You got to understand when somebody kisses you to your face, I assure you they're talking behind your back. It's not no fun games when it's going to follow Christ, guys. I said it's not a fun game when we go follow Christ, amen? It's not a fun game. It's not a fun game when we follow Christ because people are going to kiss you to your face. But I will assure you, behind your back, they're not doing that. So beware of people like that. When they were about him, saw that they would follow, and they said unto him, "Lord, should we smite thee with a sword?" And one of them smite with a servant of the high priest and cut off his cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, "Suffer you this far." And he touched his ear and healed him. Wow, the one that was going to get Jesus and put him on a cross, he healed his ear right there. Then he said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and the elders that will come to him, "Be ye come out as against the thief with swords and staffs. When I was daily with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me, but this this but this is your hour and the power of darkness." And it says, in 54 says, then they took him and led him and brought him into the high priest of the house. Peter followed after afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him. And he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man also was with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not, I I know not, I know him not. And after a little while, and another saw him and said, Thou art also them. Peter said, "Man, Man, I am not. I'm about to space one hour after another. Confidently affirmed said, Of the truth this follow, also with him, for he is a guillotine. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou art saying immediately. While yet spake the cock crew. The cock crowed. While yet he spake the cock crow So the cock crowed. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord. And he said unto him, before the cock crows, thou shalt deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And the man that held Jesus mocked him and smote him. And when he had blindfolded him, they stuck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? And many others blasphemed and spoke against him. As soon as it was day, the elders Of the people and the chief priests, and the scribes came together, and led him into their council, saying, "Art thou the Christ? Tell us." He said unto them, "If thou, if I tell you, you will not believe; and if I also ask you, you will not answer me, nor let me go. Hereafter shall I." Hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. And then they say, ah, Art thou the Son of God? And say unto them, Yea, say that I am. You say that I am. And they said, What we need further witness for other uh, ourselves have heard Of his own mouth. Wow. So the whole story is, guys, they take Jesus, they put him in there, they whip him, thirty nine stripes. But let me tell you the most significant thing about Jesus when he was going through all this. He had some denied him that he said they was going to deny him. But why did he tell Peter that you was going to deny me three times? Why did he even waste his breath to even tell Peter that? Because he wanted to keep Peter because Peter had a love for God. There's a difference, see. When you got a love for God, you're going to fall bitterly when you mess up. Come on you not just gonna. You don't. You don't have no remorse. You feel bad when you mess up. Just because you love him. Come on, somebody. I mean, we've all messed up one or two or three more times. But it's how we get up. See, you might fall down, but it's how you get back up that matters. So I'm saying, uh, the Bible says a righteous man will fall seven times. He'd get right back up. David called us a palm tree. You know what a palm tree does? When the storm comes, the palm tree goes all the way down to the ground. But I assure you, when that storm stops, the palm tree pops back up. It can withstand a storm. So David calls the Christian a palm tree. We're like a palm tree. See, we don't stay down. And I think it was kind of ironic because when Peter denied him three times, Peter didn't stand, stay down. He got back up by repenting, by feeling bad and weeping and bitterness and just asking the God, forgive me. I've denied you not once, not twice, but three times. By the way, I'm on my third marriage myself. Ain't that kind of weird? It took me three times to find the right one. Come on, somebody. It took me three times to find the right one. But you know what? I'm here, ain't Peter was too. It took him three times to find that he he denied Christ three times, but, 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 he, but he got to his destination, right? See, people are so worried about you flipping up. And you know what? If you mess up, you're not messing up your destination because your destiny is higher than you. Your destiny does not wait and stop for anything. God appointed you to do a wheel down here just like Jesus had. Jesus had a wheel to die, and you got a wheel too. See what I'm saying? You got a will, but God's got a will for your life. And that's what Jesus said. Nevertheless, my will, but yours be done, Lord. So everybody down here has got a destiny. This year is your destiny. God is going to lead you to what he's called you to do. Destiny time. Look to your neighbor and say, this is a year of destiny. Destiny. It's a year of destiny, guys. Your destiny awaits for you. It's what God called you from the mother's womb. It's what God called you. And you know what? Sometimes we got to say, Lord, if I have to take the job that drives me crazy to get me to my destiny, so be it. If I have to hang around friends that, that that don't care about me and I know they don't, so be it. And you know what, Lord? If I have to put up with people that hate me and I have to love them, so be it. God is putting you around people for your destiny. Jesus had to go through it. You ain't no better. Jesus had to go through the cross, guys. He had to go through agony. He had to go through pain. See, none of y'all want to go through some pain to get gain, but you got to go through the pain. Everybody wants the prize, but they don't want the prize and the pain to get the gain. People looking at me all the time, well, Jason, you just got it made. God's just blessed you, and God's just blessed you. But let me tell you something. If you knew the pain I had to get to get where I got today, you wouldn't be saying that to me. Let me see if you can... Let me see if you can endure a dead son. Let me see if you can endure riding down the road in in, in duct tape cars all, all my life. Let me see if you can endure people walking out on you and your children walking out on you. Let me see if you can endure them things. The next time you talk about I'm blessed and all this stuff, let me see if you can endure it. I know some people couldn't even endure one thing I went through, that fold in the tower and cuss God and tell him to go to hell. I know people that's done it. Why would you tell God to go to hell when he created hell and earth? David said, if I make my bed in hell, there you are. If I make my bed in heaven, there you are. He's everywhere. How dare you cuss God that created you? How dare you even deny the God that created you? Some people put their kids before God. Some people put their parents before God. How can you do that? When your first love, the Bible says before the foundations of the world, you were in him. Revelation says, return unto your first love. Repent and turn unto your first love. Who's your first love, guys? It ain't your wife, it ain't your husband, it ain't your mama, it ain't your daddy, it ain't nobody but God. He created you first. You didn't come from your mama, you come through your mama. My God, my God. You didn't come from your mama, you come through your mama. I don't need to bow and worship my mother. I need to bow and worship God. You you, you don't need to worship anybody but God. That's what, what are we going to learn that it's not about? And I know people right now, they're, they're not doing what God has called them to do. You know why? Because because they're running after their kids, they're running after family, they're, they're running after their jobs and their work life, and God is saying, listen, you, you know what? I gave you these things, but I didn't want these things to have you. you got to understand, God wants you to be blessed, and he wants you to enjoy things, but he don't want the things to have you. And what am I talking about? When those things get involved in what God has called you to do and what God has intervened you to do, and those things keep pushing you away from what God has called you to do. Well, I tell you what, my friend, that you need to get rid of those things because those things wasn't of, they're of God, but you let it get involved between you and God. I got toys all over this house. I can assure you that, guys. I got cameras here. I got cameras there. got TVs everywhere. But you know why I got them? Because I'm sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why I got them. I got a sewing machine right here. I got so much stuff in this house, guys. If I had a yard sale, I would probably make about, I, I, I want to say about nine, ten, twenty thousand. dollars 20000 I mean, I don't even know. Maybe $12,000. I don't know if I sold everything I got in here. And the barn's filling up too. But, you know, I didn't come here to brag. I I didn't come here to say I'm blessed and I'm this and that. I didn't come here to say that. What I've come here to say is I don't worship these things. These things don't come between my assignment with God and what God has called me to do because I know what he's called me to do. He's called me to preach. Well, Brother Jason, you ain't got no church. I don't have to have a church, you fool. Why do you got to have a steeple? You so know what I'm saying? He he called me to preach. If he's called me to preach, he gave me a mic here to preach on. Okay, he gave me a he gave me open doors. Listen, I'm preaching all over the internet. Listen, this is what God told me to do. So you know what? If he told me to go out on the side of the sidewalk, I'd do that too. Whatever he's told you to do, do it. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of glad I'm not in the church. I'll be honest with me. By the way, the next church we're getting is going to be debt-free. That way I don't have to worry about tithers coming in and bossing me around telling me what to do with the money. You know what I'm saying? No. You go on down the road, bro. You go on down the road. You're not going to give into this ministry and dictate me, okay? You're not going to give to this ministry and dictate me. No. God runs this ministry, okay? He tells me what to do. You're not going to tell me what to do. I'll just tell you that right now. I believe in accountability, yes. I got a leader over me, yes. I, I I got a spiritual father over me, yes, I do. I got a spiritual father over me, I sure do. But you're not going to give in this ministry and dictate me. You're not going to control me with your tithe either because that tithe belongs to the Lord. It don't belong to you. You don't have to, you don't have to give ministries money to control them. Come on. I know some people tell me, uh, brother Jason, I give you a ministry, but I need to know what you mean. You ain't knowing nothing. Listen, when that releases out of your hand, it's God's. God trusted me with it in the first half because the Bible says God gives us power to get wealth, not you. You don't give me power to get wealth. God does. So God entrusts me with what he allows to come in this ministry. And sometimes he allows it. People just don't give it because they disobey God and they got all these adjunctions. Man, that pastor, all he is about the money. I get so sick of that. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you what Paul said in Philippians chapter 4. He said, listen, I'm trying to get something to you, not from you. Paul was saying he, he'd rather fruit to be outbound in your count. You know what he's saying? He's trying to get something to you because when you give to this ministry, here's what's going to happen. God's going to release what's in heaven to you. My God, he's going to release it. The Bible says, give it and it shall be given unto you, pressed down and shaken, and, and literally caused it run over. And that's why Paul said, listen, I'm not trying to get something from you, I'm trying to get something to you. Read it for yourself, Philippians chapter 4. And he was talking about the Corinthian church, he was talking about the Philippian church about giving and receiving. What about the Book of Acts, chapter two and chapter three, when when the when, when the when, when, when the, the apostles got out there and told them to lay the gifts at their feet? What about that? See, see, when, when that happened, that's when the church flew off. Well, church ain't supposed to be. at well well, 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 won't you go back and talk to the apostles in Acts chapter two and Acts chapter three, when when the Bible says that people laid their gifts down at the apostles' feet? Let me tell you guys something. I don't supposed to be driving no 18-wheeler truck. I'm supposed to be on the road preaching the gospel 24-7. But we got some disobedient people that don't want to give the gospel because they allow Satan to get in their ears to say, oh, they all oh, they want is money. You know what? Everybody wants money, so shut up with that. Shut up with that. I'm so sick of hearing that. Everybody wants your money. Why don't you just go cry a freaking tear? Because listen, if you're not going to obey God, then quit whining because God's not blessing you. Because listen, if you're not going to obey him and release what he is anyways, he gave you the help, he gave you the wealth, he gave you what you got anyways. If you don't want to release the tent, then get on out of here. We really don't care. Because let me tell you something, get in line, baby. I'm getting blessed. I told me and my wife, I said, We are being blessed. We have gave to this ministry and gave to this ministry. You don't want to give to this ministry, then go on. Quit hanging around here telling everybody oh he wants the money. Shut up. We're not listening to you. You're so sick of people like that. You know, they're always they always trying to find something wrong with your ministry. You know what I'm saying? I learned a long time ago, people ain't going to like me. Oh, well, if you don't like me, change the channel. You understand what I'm saying? Change the channel. Because I assure you, they didn't like Jesus either. (laughs) They wouldn't put him on the cross. They wouldn't put him on the cross, guys. They wouldn't put him on the cross. And you know how Jesus ended up on the cross? And I'm going to say this in close. You you know how Jesus ended up on the cross anyways? Money. M-O-N-E-Y. (laughs) Money. See, he's still on the cross. (laughs) You know why? Because people are portraying him over money. Yes, you are. When you say, well, that pastor, all he wants my money. I ain't going to give my money to no church. Then you're portraying Jesus over money. Yes, you are. I don't give a flip what you say. We are sitting here building a kingdom, sharing Jesus to the world. What are you doing? I just really want to know. What are you doing for God? Besides sitting there judging ministers all day long and judging this and why they do this. You know? And you don't you don't do nothing for God. Are you sharing the gospel? You got a broadcast. Are you are you doing television ministry? Are you doing a street ministry? Whatever you, were you doing? Are you doing these things? I didn't think so, but yet you go around. You want to you want to judge all these preachers talking about oh, they all they want is your money. All you know everybody wants your money not just the preacher. Walmart wants your money. Uh, Verizon Wireless wants your money. Uh, The doctor especially wants your money. And and Biden wants your money even worse, okay? I mean, the states want your money. Everybody wants your money, so shut up. We're tired of hearing it. And the reason we preach it all the time is because God is trying to knock your wrinkly head to, to get your attention that why you are going through what you're going through because you're robbing him. Malachi said, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me in your tithes and your offerings. I don't know about you. I don't want to get around a robber to you. If they robbing God, honey, they're gonna be robbing you next. Come on, somebody. It may not be what you think they're robbing you, but they talking behind your back. Come on, somebody. They call you your best friend, but but when you hang up the phone, with you hear what well, he said. Go over to God. Uh huh. Yeah, they robbing you. They they bashing your name all around town. When they hang up the phone, I ain't stupid. Call yourself a friend. You ain't my friend. You're not my friend but to, to you become his friend. Who am I talking about? God the Father. I told my daughter, I said, you can't talk to me unless you become friends with him. Come on, somebody. You can't be my true friend. Nobody can be my friend unless you're friends with what I'm friends with. Come on, somebody. <laughs> you got to be friends with who I'm friends with. You cannot be friends with me unless you be friends with him. Come on, somebody. It's what it is, guys. I told my daughter, I said, "You." she said, well, I'm lonely, Dad. I want a family. I said, listen, who is your family? Whoever does the will of the Father, that's your family. That is your family. Does everybody do the will of the Father? Nope, 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 nope. They chasing after devils. They chasing after evil stuff. They running after what the devil has for. them. It's in a nutshell, guys, it in a nutshell. Well, guys, that's all I have for tonight. Listen, if you want to sow, I'm going to give you opportunity. I'm going to give you opportunity to sow seed in the ground. Okay, I'm going to get something to you when you sow. God, if it's and bless you, I promise you He will. I've seen it time after time after time. Help us, support us in the ministry. We are trying to uh, get the radio. Our book will be out soon on Amazon in, um, Barnes and Barnes & Noble. Uh, we're trying to get another book. We're going to start another book and another uh, album. Uh, you can go to www.godsaverministries.com. Go on there, download stuff. We got um, audio books on there. We got T-shirts. Guys, we still got the miracle water here. So if you need miracle water, get with us. Uh, give us your email and your phone number. Get on our text message list and our email list. My wife does devotions every, uh, well, she sends out a thing every Wednesday, and she has a little devotion in it. So um, like I say, guys, oh, yeah, I wanted to announce this, guys, too. i really praying about some things about the Hope House. We are really praying for this project, this vision God has gave my wife a long time ago. um actually, my daughter spoke of it the other day, and I said, "You know what? God really must want this hope house to begin so what we're going to do, guys, we're going to saturate this in prayer. I want you to too. I want you to saturate this in prayer. We're fishing to launch a hope house for uh, for battered ladies." Not just battered ladies, but battered men and marriages and kids. Um, my wife don't know it yet, but God has really been speaking to me to get her to run it. Uh, we're we're fishing to try to launch that. Um, but be in much prayer over this. Be in much prayer over this. It, it is a vision that God has gave my wife a long time ago. And uh, I, I don't think God gives visions if he don't want us to run towards the vision. Amen? Uh, so, we are fixing to launch that, so be in much prayer over that, um, the Hope House. And um, I don't know how it's going to begin. Uh, we I think we're uh, going to try to get some food and some clothes. And I, I'm not sure all the other stuff, but anyways, Um. I really feel like God wants us to do this. I really do. So uh, keep us in much prayer that we pursue God's will. Thank you, uh, Second Waiver88. Thank you so much for your prayers. Appreciate that. Uh, If you want to be on the email list, you want to be on the texting list, let us know. Get with us on here. Uh, Text at the bottom. Say, I want to be on the email list. Uh, put your email down at the bottom, and we'll we'll jot it down and put you on the email list, and then you'd stay connected, stay connected, and uh, that way um, we'll just keep you connected. That way, amen. Uh, I'll give you guys a minute to do that. Uh, if you just want to put your uh, email down at the bottom, and you can be on our email list. Uh, thank you, thank you, Second Wave eighty eight. We'll put you on the email list, um, and you'll know all the updates of the ministry, what's going on. Uh, Appreciate that, brother. Uh, We'll put you on the list right now. We'll put you on the list.